Welcome to NextCast. My name is Nathan Whitlock, an editor at Humber Press. NextCast is a podcast about teaching and learning at Humber College. Every episode, we talk to some of the faculty and staff who are leading innovation both inside and outside the classroom. Our guest on this episode of NextCast is Douglas Smith, a professor of baking and pastry arts at Humber's School of Hospitality, Recreation and Tourism. We'll be talking to Douglas about bringing an international perspective into the classroom. Welcome to NextCast, Douglas. So uh, tell me briefly about the work you do at at Humber and in the uh, culinary program. I work in the baking and pastry department, which is part of the culinary program. And it's an exciting field because in the hospitality industry, there are always um, openings and opportunities for students to go into the food service or the pastry industry because there's always people who always need to eat. So there's never really a shortage of any opportunities for them to do that. And I mean, I I would actually love to talk to you about baking <laughs> for for an hour, but because uh, I'm not very good at it at all. Um, but I actually want to talk to you today about you know the idea of bringing an international perspective into the classroom. Humber is a very internationally minded uh, institution. You know, not just uh, the student body obviously is from all over the world, but the faculty also is uh, from a lot of different places. Has experience in a lot of different places and has worked in a lot of different places. Um, and you yourself have have had a lot of international experience, and I thought you could. I uh, wonder if you could just sort of summarize that a little bit. Some of the places you've worked, being in the industry for a number of years, I won't say how many. I'll show my age. <laughs> um, I've traveled the world extensively. I think nine different countries I've worked in. So in those positions, I've worked in major hotel corporations as uh, in a senior management position. So I've actually been doing teaching to employees of certain components. So in a way, not in a school environment, I'm in a learning environment, but in a hotel uh, uh, area, but still have to provide knowledge and training and teaching to individuals. So I look at that as part of an experience and uh, support that helps me in my role in an educational institution to do the same thing, maybe in a different context, but I'm still teaching. Right. And and when you started teaching at Humber and when you started teaching in the uh, the baking program, when did you start first start thinking about that, that, you know, that that knowledge that you had gained and that experience you had gained internationally would be useful in the classroom and you could share that with your students a little bit? Well, I'm just going into my tenth my tenth year here at Humber. Um, so I would probably say maybe in my my second or third year teaching at Humber, this realizing that I have international students in my class started me thinking and taking me back into situations where I had in a in a different country teaching employees that were of a different uh, culture and how I taught them for them to understand. So maybe about the second or third year, I'm bringing that. I guess, knowledge or concepts, techniques of what I used in the hotel industry now into my classroom to ensure that my students who are international um, uh, citizens, to ensure that they they grasp the knowledge, they they had their comfort zone to to absorb and to learn without feeling ousted, without without feeling uh, maybe intimidated uh, in front of their peers. And were you um, noticing or or encountering some similar conflicts or similar situations in the classroom that you had experienced or encountered working, you know, internationally? 
Um, well, I'm going to use myself in a narrative perspective that I, when I started going overseas, I was the foreigner and I had to adapt to their culture. And even though I was knowledgeable in what I had to provide, I was still being the foreigner that had to learn from them their culture, their 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 ethics, um, everything about their way of life that I could fit in in getting their comfort and allowing me to teach the knowledge that I had to be I had to teach to them. So it's the same with international students. They're in a different culture, in a different setting, a different environment. The food is different, the language is different, uh, the people are different. So I want them to feel comfortable in being able to learn what needs to be learned within the classroom. So I just kind of, you know, open up that that area for them to have a, a, a safe zone, I guess you might say, in, in, in learning. So because you, you, had, you had worked in all those places and had all those experiences, you were sort of able to put yourself in their shoes a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, myself, my, my latest position was teaching at a university in uh, Taiwan. So even though I'm the professor... I'm still the foreigner going into their culture and being the first time over there three was it four years ago I was my first time in Taiwan teaching at the university I didn't I took for granted what the students should know and how they should behave because of my my you know upbringing and experience here at Humber but it was totally the opposite I had to change my approach in teaching to the students exactly how I have taken that approach that I learned in Taiwan back here to Humber to give that same uh, approach to the, to the uh, international students so they feel, feel the same way as how I felt after I was uh, in Taiwan. Can you think of like a, a specific example of, of something that you brought or that you learned, you know, teaching in Taiwan that you've encountered here as well and you thought, aha, you know? This is what I need to, to, to think about or do. Well, I, one thing I found important is that I have to allow my students here at Humber to the international students to be able to have critical thinking. Um, that's one thing in Taiwan. They don't, they don't have that privilege. They're not provided that opportunity. They're, they don't have that space for them to absorb the information to to do use critical thinking in what they've just learned it's just the culture it's just how it was i couldn't change it and i wasn't there to change it but i needed to learn from their uh, point of view how how they did learn so i could adapt my teaching to that so now understanding how they learn um, many international students especially from asia have the same um, i guess the learning etiquette that they are not allowed the critical thinking. They are not allowed to ask questions. They don't ask questions. So I have to open up that uh, that door to make them feel comfortable. Yes, please ask me questions. Yes, use your critical thinking uh, approach in toward, in towards this problem and, and give me your feedback on it. But they're not used to that. But I'm learning, or not that I'm learning, I have learned from being overseas. This is an important part to allow the Humber international students. So in that in that specific case, it's almost a sense of the students would feel disrespectful. They would feel it's yes, your job the, to be the expert and tell yes, them what to do. Yes, absolutely, and that's what it, you know. That's what it is in in Asia is that the students don't ask questions because it shows a lack of disrespect to the to the teacher. And number two, it shows a little bit of uncomfort amongst their peers that they might be belittled and 
be demonstrated, put on a, on a pedestal that, well, how come you don't know that knowledge? Why don't you know the answer? So they don't want to be ridiculed by their peers. So they keep very quiet in that sense. So this is the part I found the most challenging to work with while I was there. So being back here at Humber and understanding that uh, cultural background of the students, I need to find different methods and techniques to open up that um, again, that door that they feel comfortable to ask questions. It's not, it's not uncommon to ask your teacher a bunch of questions in front of your peers. That's how we learn. That's interesting. I, I actually teach in a postgrad uh, course um, at the lake, and I have a you know it's it's a different cultural situation, but it's a similar situation in that these are students who have done a university degree and are used to having classes sitting in these big lecture halls where the teacher talks for three hours nonstop and they just take notes and then that's it. That's And then if they want to discuss anything, they can make, you know, office time or an appointment outside of class. So it takes me a while to kind of convince them that they can do that in the class. They don't have to sit and quietly take notes. They can, I mean, I love that they do, but they are, they need to be an active part of that class as well. And I even, you know, I, I don't call it lectures. I call them discussions when we're going to discuss this this topic. And they always sort of wonder at first, like, why do you keep calling them discussions? It's a lecture. And I'm like, no, no, I really do want you to, <laughs> to speak to up. Participate, and ask, yeah, to participate. To get involved in the conversation. It's their class too. They need to get get more out of it. So I'm curious, how do you, how do you find the students respond, uh, you know, when, when you bring that, that approach? It's not easy. Um, it, it's, in fact, when I started this uh, approach, when I, about my second or I guess the second year of, of teaching at Humber, um, and I was fortunate enough to have international students in all my classes, which I still do, but I think it was maybe the following year or at least in their second semester that the students would start to feel comfortable that they could open up and begin to ask the teacher questions and begin to communicate and be part of a conversation um, within a topic field. And the other thing that I learned um, as well as going the first time in teaching at university was the, you know, I kind of look at it as experiential learning. So I had no idea what I was getting into. So my experience was was supporting and promoting my learning of all these different hurdles and barriers that I came across, but I got over all of them, but that was the learning curve for me. So having done that, I tried to break down those barriers and some of those uh, hurdles for the students who are here. And I can empathize with how they learn here uh, at Humber. So I am personally woefully untraveled. I've only ever been to two continents, including the one I was born on and live on. Um, I'm sure most faculty are, you know, travel much more than I do. But uh, even for the ones who travel, I'm sure they, they, you know, many haven't had the same depth of experience that you've had, where you've actually taught in Taiwan and worked in all these other countries. But for a teacher who, you know, has a number of international students in their class and wants to do the same kind of things you're doing and bring those same kind of tools, what what are things they can do, you know, short of getting on a plane and moving to another country for 18 months? Well, they need to be, I guess, culturally adaptive um, and understand uh, cultural experiences of their students in their classroom, where they come from. I think it's not too much to ask if, if I go into, you know, starting a semester and I see I have some students from India, some from China, uh, some from Brazil, it's, I would take it upon myself to do a bit of research on the customs and the culture of those, uh, of the people of those countries 
and try to incorporate some knowledge of what I learned by doing some research into my my discussions with the students so they can see that, wow, I do know a little bit about them. I know where they come from. Um, I understand their schooling pro their process and, and how they learn. So if I can demonstrate that knowledge to them a little bit, it allows them to be comfortable, allows them to be more open to me. And I think the biggest thing is trust. So having trust between the student and the professor is, is a huge bonus and a plus for, um, for, both, for both parties. Okay, thank you very much, Douglas. Thank you. Next Cast is produced by Humber Press and the Creative Productions team at the Centre for Teaching and Learning at Humber College. Special thanks to Panit Law, Santino Pinozzo, Alison Lasorda, Darren Richards, and Eileen DeCourcy. To suggest stories for future episodes of NextCast or to let us know what you think, email HumberPress, all one word, at humber.ca. That's humberpress at humber.ca. To learn more about the workshops, teaching certificates, and other support offered through the Centre for Teaching and Learning, and to read issues of Next Magazine, go to humber.ca slash Centre for Teaching and Learning. Thanks for listening. See you next time. That's not a pun.